friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Excited, your eyes open so big. <laughs> I'm pumped for another podcast. <laughs> All right, welcome um, to Friends the Movie, Matt and Six Toe. That's right, welcome to the only podcast that matters, motherfuckers. If you're not Can- listening to the this, rest, wait, what? Cancel the rest, yeah. Just why are you listening to anything else? Fuck it, you don't need it, you don't need it. We come out with a podcast every week now. You don't yeah. need anything else. Yeah. Sometimes. You time for more than one podcast a week. Sometimes we take a week off. So what? Get off my back. Yeah, it was Mother's Day, all right? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> it was Mother's Day. We couldn't watch a movie. Listen, welcome to Two Friends and a Movie, where Maddie and I, Sixto, sit down and uh, and we talk about a movie that we really fucking enjoy. Um, well, sometimes. Sometimes we hate the movie. Well. That's true. We do love movies, like, though, right? Like Dune. Uh, stop Dune saying Dune. Want to hate movies? So you you say that, but then I say to you, Christmas with the Campbells. Would you rather yes. watch Doom or Christmas with the Campbells? And Christmas don't say neither. What? Get the fuck out. Get out of Yo, this podcast. At least get the Christmas. fuck out of this podcast. Get out. Go. Wait, wait, wait. What? At least Christmas with the Campbells is only like ninety minutes. We're Dune is like an eternity. <laughs> Would you rather watch Dune or that stupid fucking Michael B. Jordan movie where he's like like a super agent or whatever the fuck that was? Oh, uh, uh, without remorse. Without remorse. Without, yeah. Uh, that's that's a close one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how long without remorse was, but whatever the shorter one was. <laughs> fuck you. You know it's not true. It was true. It, it's not it true. It, Dune was not terrible. You just didn't terrible. like it. It's not the same thing. No, no. I yeah. know good movies. You don't, though. You don't, I obviously. Do. Because you don't... Dune won, like, Oscars. What Oscar? Oscar for the longest piece of garbage? <laughs> for, probably for, like, sound design or some shit. That doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Anyways. Besides what Matt is saying, which is all stupidity anyways, you need to listen to it. The one thing that matters is that he's talking about the movie that we're going to talk... Blah, blah, the movie that we're going to talk blah, about blah, today. Blah, 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 I can't talk. I'm too excited. Because for the fifth time in this podcast, we're going to talk about one movie. <laughs> <laughs> the same the same title movie. <laughs> which is, and it's not a comedy. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. Please don't take... Six those laughter. We did a comedy this week. No, but it's not. Also funny that you say a comedy because like Police Academy has like twenty movies, right? And like Fast and the Furious, I mean, those are definitely comedies because they're not good. So that's what they are, comedies. 
and they have like 20 movies. But like for a horror movie, well, that's not true. Horror movies also have like 20 of them, yeah. right? Yeah, like, hear like Jason. Yeah, like, forget forget what and I said. Freddy. Yeah. And Halloween. Yeah, forget it. Scream. <laughs> they just came out like Scream like 27. <laughs> it's just much like every other fucking horror movie, I should say. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Nev Campbell is dead and they're still making fucking Screams. <laughs> She's that. She's, she's got to be like when eighty-two. Man Campbell is like eighty-five. There'll be a brand new scream with a with a fucking computer-made Ned Campbell. Like her, her granddaughter was in the last one, I think. <laughs> Anyways, the movie we're going to talk about today is a movie that has one of our the title one of our favorite movies of all time. Let's see how it holds up against it. The Evil Dead. But this one is Evil Dead Rise. Rise. Um, and, um, you know. Do we, I? You, you do know. Uh, Evil no. Dead is one of our favorite movies. And if you don't, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> what, do you, what are you doing here? What? Are you, what, 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 are you, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> you don't know. That's one of our favorite movies of all time. One, two, and Army of Darkness. You shouldn't fucking be here. And that's all I'm we saying. Did, we did Evil Dead. We did Evil Dead 2. We did Army of Darkness. We did the Evil Dead... 2013? Yeah, I don't know what that one was called. It was just Evil called Dead Evil Dead, Dead 2013. And, then, and now Evil Dead Rise. Actually, Matt, I gotta, I gotta say... And if we talked about TV shows, we also would have talked about Ash vs. Evil Dead. Right. I, I don't think we've ever done Evil Dead 2. Well, Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2 are pretty much... It's, the same, it's the same movie, but funnier, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, here's another... Which, what, a, what a concept. Like, imagine that happened today. Like, they put out this, the new Scream, right? And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to put out that same movie, but add jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Evil Dead completely made by, like, family and friends, right? Like, as far as, like, the economy of the movie. So that's yeah. why he has the he has the possibility of a studio coming in and being like, yeah, that movie made a lot of money compared to this budget, which was like forty bucks. So why don't you make it again and we'll give you an actual budget? And Sam Raimi was like, you know what, I'm not doing this again. But if if I would, I would make it funnier because yeah. <laughs> I know it's been a great like we should just find a movie and just make it just add jokes to it. Which by the way. What a great concept for this version of this movie. Had a yeah. motherfucking joke in it. One joke. One. Yeah. Yeah. One fucking joke. Add one joke in it. One. one. Just hire me as a joke writer. I'll write you <laughs> one joke. Anyways, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, movie starts. I, I, I feel like I'm missing something to say about that, like in introducing this. It is obviously a remake of the Evil Dead. Um, that's why we're watching it. And uh, but I, it's not I really would... a remake. It's more of like a different Evil Dead story. Right, but, but that's what I was gonna say. It is more of a remake in that sense than a reboot, right? Or is it more of a reboot than a remake? How would you put it? I think it's a sequel, or you know, whatever number they're up to now, because like it has nothing really to do with the old stories and it kind of takes place in present time mm. like they don't they don't pretend like this is a new way of the evil dead rose like this has nothing like if you are a fan of evil dead you know about ash 
and the Deadites and all those stories and the cabin and everything like that. This has nothing to do with any, any of, of that. Those. Right. So it's like almost like, like a spinoff. Well, and that's, you're right, except for the fact that the Necronomicon in this also exists. It's a very different than Necronomicon, right? It doesn't have the face. It doesn't have... Well, it has the teeth on the sides. Yeah, it's, it's different. But it's a different Necronomicon. And it came from a church. So, or or a cult. One of the... Not a cult. Like, it came from the actually, like, priests kind of collected it to stop the evil that it was spreading. And it came from a church. So, you're right that it can actually be a sequel. I, I just, I, I mean, a sequel even to the first three, right? Like, because it's so weird that he just doesn't recognize anything from the original movies except for for the energy that is, that right? Like, like what? Yeah, except for the evil. Right, like the evil that, that it, it works in the same, it has the same function. Anyways, movie starts in a cabin, like every evil dead. And then you see this girl, she's by the, by the lake reading and some asshole. Like what you think the evil is coming happens to be a drone that some guy is driving some asshole. And she goes back to the room to talk to her best friend to be like, I want to get the fuck out of here because your boyfriend is a piece of shit. And then whatever the girl is that has been quote unquote sick starts quoting the book that the friend is reading. And then starts acting creepy like you do when you're possessed. And rips her fucking scalp off, right? <laughs> and then that girl runs out, sees the boyfriend that's an asshole, and he's bleeding all over the place. And he's like, What the flying fuck is happening? And then the girl that's being sick with the evil comes out, kills the boyfriend. That's where the beginning of the movie comes. That makes me feel like this is kind of a prequel. Yeah, because. After that scene, the opening credits, and it goes the day earlier, whatever it was, a week a day earlier. Before, one day before, yeah. And then it tells a story about all these other people, um, which I got confused for a minute because I was like, is that the same girl from the cabin? Right. Like, I, I, was, I, was very, I was very kind of thrown off by the fact that no one that you're seeing in the movie is the girl from the cabin. Yeah. No one. It's just like, it's like five minutes, and then... That's that's those characters are done with, right? And there's brand new characters. Um, it's a, like a family. It's a mother with two kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, three kids. No, three kids. Excuse me, three kids. There's no father. The father has run out. Um, there's hope that he'd come back, but it doesn't seem like he is. Uh, and they live like in this piece of shit apartment complex that's falling apart. Uh, it's gonna get condemned in a month, and. Her sister comes for a visit, who they haven't spoken for a while, and there's some animosity there. Um, but the sister has nowhere to go, so they let her stay. Um, and it's like hunky dory; they're getting along. The kids go out for pizza, and then all of a sudden, there's an earthquake. And right. the earthquake there, the kids are in the parking garage; it's in the basement, and the mother and the sister are upstairs in the apartment, and the Earthquake splits the ground below them, and there's a hole. The kid, the boy, jumps down the hole, and apparently this apartment complex is built on top of an old bank vault or something. Yeah. And he finds a creepy room. He searches around, ends up finding the Necronomicon and some records 
of the pastor speaking the verses of the Necronomicon. He goes upstairs. He plays with it. Boom. Evil Dead is rising. <laughs> Evil motherfucking dead. So, listen. Up to this point, my first thoughts. Once it goes into a city setting, I was very happy. I was very happy of how different it is. I was very happy that even though it took the name, it's bringing us a new concept that they've never done in the Evil Dead. Because the Evil Dead always happens in the cabins, always happens in a cabin that nobody goes to. It's always in a place where there's only the people that are inside of the house suffering from the from the Evil Dead, right? Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. And I felt like this was such an interesting take on it because no one has ever taken the had the balls to take on it like this. So that was interesting. The fact that it was interesting. And I like the fact that they kept kind of the same because in the old Evil Deads, it's in a cabin, but they're never anywhere to go. Like you, the bridge is out, right? Or they they can't escape. And this kind of gets the same thing because the elevator stops working and the stairs get destroyed in the earthquake. Right. So they're kind of stuck in that same like it's the same but not the same sort of idea. Right, 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 right. And I I I just like that. Like any good remake or reboot, you know, you have to walk a line that's really tough. You have to bring something new and you have to capture something from the original, but it should be the essence, right? And I always say that. I always say that on all the remakes that we always do in this podcast. Just catch catch what makes, catch the essence of what that original story is so that you can do something new with it. That's exactly what this movie does. I, appreci- I appreciate it for it, you know? Yeah, it keeps the nostalgia without trying too hard. Like, there's just right, little right. sprinkles on top of the, the, the cupcake. Like, this movie's a separate movie, but remember this and remember this. Um, so it's good like that. Like, uh, it's very different than the other Evil Deads. Yeah. Um, not just the setting, but the way things act. Like, it's, it's different. So the mother gets possessed, becomes a deadite. Um and this is hard, obviously, for the kids because they see their mother going crazy. They don't it's know how to act. so fucked up, dude. <laughs> um, like, it's your mom, but you need to kill her. Right. So, it's so fucked up. And that lady that plays the mom, I know her from the show Vikings from the History okay. Channel where she played like a witch that marries Ragnar Lovebrook. And they have a baby that's supposed to be a dragon, but she's supposed to be a witch. And mm-hmm. she's always been creepy. Right, so great fucking casting of a lady that yeah, looks she does a creepy. great. I think all the actors did a great oh, job. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids, the everyone. I feel like they all they all were cool. Um, so the mother gets possessed, and you know shenanigans happen where they're fighting each other. They're trying to save the kids. It's now the sister versus sister. They end up getting her outside the apartment and locking her in the hallway. And then some of the neighbors um, wanted to see what the old commotion was on the same floor. They come out, and she kills them all. Yeah. And, like, easily, like, just destroys them. Right. And you see, because, like, they're looking through the people. That's all you could see is through the people. So, like, you see, like, people walking by and blood being splattered and body parts flying and <laughs> screaming. Uh, I think it was done really well the way they, they kind of yeah. showed that scene. Yeah, it, it was really quirky, which I I appreciate most about the original Evil Dead, right? Like the evil, the original Evil Dead was an experimental movie, so it's quirky. 
it's quirky for all the right reasons. It's somebody trying to find a way to do something and therefore creating something new, right? In Sam Raimi. But this one is quirky because it's not inventing anything new, but it's just using the tools that it can use to make it quirky and fun in that way. The murders were great. And the, yeah, they the, did a great job. And the, the scenes where she's being a fucking creep, like walking around the wall and talking all crazy and spinning around and having shit thrown at her but never dying because that's what happens, right? Those were great. All of that was fantastic. Yes, all of it was, was fantastic. Um, I liked when the, she, the, one of the neighbors, like, rips his eye out and like his whole like head is like collapsing uh it was it was she, it was done well she bites the eye out of the one neighbor and then spits it into the yeah. other neighbor's mouth <laughs> and he chokes to death it's just, it's just like what the fuck <laughs> so now the mother is out in the hallway the kids and her aunt are barricaded in the apartment and the aunt is talking to the brother to kind of figure out what's going on. It shows him the records, going through the book. So the littlest girl hears her mom at the door, crawls up to the people, sees her mom begging her to let her in. Of course, the little girl feels bad, shuts to open the door, and then the mother again tries to attack them. Um, everyone comes running out. And there's another fight scene. No, her mom is at the two artist. So when they're, when they're inside, the mom takes the tattoo needle and, like, cuts her own neck and then draws, like, scars in the daughter's face with mm-hmm. the tattoo needles. So while the mom is outside, the, the oldest daughter, because it's the son, the oldest daughter, and the baby daughter. Mm-hmm. The oldest daughter starts, the evil starts fucking waking up inside of her. And while the aunt is trying to listen to the record, the daughter attacks the aunt and she or attacks the brother too, lights him on fire. And then so that's the problem that they're having, that the oldest daughter also turned while they were locked inside. Yeah. So now they're locked inside with another Jedi. Right. The mother is locked outside who's also a Jedi. Right, 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 right. So once the sister goes fucking, once the aunt thinks she took care of the sister, or actually there's a scene earlier because the brother used to tell the the, the youngest sister, the banker that used to, used to be in like roam the hallways. And if he hears change, like, like if he hears coins knocking together, the spirit will come out to take you. So the little sister had a stick with a doll head on it. Oh yeah, and that she was like, "Oh, this is for me to defend me from from the from the from the banker." But which is very creepy. Yeah, but play fighting with her older sister that broke and became a, a what do you call that? Like a like a stake, like a spear, almost. Like a spear, yeah, right? Stake. And so when the oldest daughter came to get the little sister, she put the steak to her throat, which is so <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> it's so... Well, like, through her mouth, right? She's like, she was, like, open, like, ah, like, yelling, like, and she sticks it right through her mouth and goes right to the back of her head. Yeah, I mean, I think she came for her and she just put the steak up and she just right through the like fucking she swallowed head. it, yeah. <laughs> and then... And then they put her in a bed and then it's what happened, what you said, that she's trying to listen to the record. And try to put together what's happening, how to stop the evil dead, the aunt. 
while the sister's in the bed, the sister wakes up in a really see in, in one of the creepiest because most of this, you know, when you're watching a horror movie, you know, it's special effects and acting. So creepy is really relative because it's just like, yeah, I mean, that's creepy, but you know what it is, right? But this uh-huh. is, I, for me, the creepiest thing that happens in this movie is that the sister's kind of floating around under a bed sheet full of blood, looking like, <laughs> yeah. like an old school ghost. And I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> this is floating. Yeah, because like, she's like taped and tied to like half her body's moving and <laughs> it's very creepy. Yeah, and then so she fights the brother. She ends up stabbing the brother and puking blood into his face, which, as we all know, means he's going to be possessed, right? And he's going to become a deadite. But um, the, the aunt, in the meantime, has locked the door in the room with the record player and is listening to the whole record to try to figure out how to stop the thing. Really fucking dumb, by the way. Yeah, with headphones on. So, like, she can't hear what's going what on around What an it. idiot. Meanwhile, the mom who's outside remembers that there's a cat on the vents that always jumps into the vents. So she remembers, jumps into the vents, gets into the room, starts fighting with her. By the way, let me let me make a pause here in a parenthesis. There's a great shot that is on the on the trailer where the aunt is fighting the knee, the oldest niece, and she takes a cheese grater. And grates the fucking oh, back yeah. of her leg is so like, fucked you can up. Feel that. <laughs> but that reminded me of this because the the mom is now fighting with the with her sister with the aunt, and is pulling at her leg. And I'm like, you know, if you touch that leg, I don't care who you are. You fucking scream. If you're Mike Tyson, yeah. you're like, don't touch my leg. <laughs> oh, just thinking about it again, it feels good. It shivers down my spine. Mm-hmm. So they ended up getting into the hallway, and now it's just the aunt and the youngest daughter, uh, because the brother and the older sister have both become deadites. The mom's a deadite, and they get into the elevator. They get the doors to shut. They start going down, and classic Evil Dead, the elevator starts filling with blood. Yes. And, like, this is a big elevator. Like, you could probably fit, like, 20 people in this elevator. (laughs) And the whole thing fills with blood. They get it to go all the way down to the basement, and the door is open, and then just waves of blood <laughs> spew out onto into the uh, parking garage. Right. Um, and the ending, I think, when they're at the parking garage scenes, this this is the best part of the movie. I feel. Yeah. Um, so they try to get into the car. The mom is fighting them. It's back and forth. They run. There's a gate that. So not anyone could just walk in and out. There's a gate that you have to open. They open the gate of the parking garage. It starts to shut. They run through it. The aunt gets through. The youngest niece doesn't. The mom grabs the youngest niece back. Um, and she's going to kill her. So the aunt has to fight her way back in. And there is, for some reason, a wood chipper in the <laughs> in the parking garage. <laughs> And she's going to send her to the wood chipper. There's a fight. The aunt sends, tries to fight the the mom into the wood chipper. There's a chainsaw that comes into the scene, which is classic Evil Dead. Yeah, it's a like chainsaw uh, and a sh- shotgun, right? And a shotgun. She has a shotgun as well. Uh, she does the classic come get some line. Yeah. Uh, which is like part of the sprinkles of, you know, the old Evil Dead. Right, right, right. She ends up pushing it through the wood chipper. Blood everywhere. And she's a hero. And she's the hero. At the end, she uses the chainsaw 
because the what happens is that the, when they get into the elevator, everybody that has been dead molds together into one giant monster with all of the oh, heads yeah, and all of the arms. Ridiculous. And that's what gets into the wood chipper. But once it's in the wood chipper, it kind of eats the older brother and sister and it leaves the mom, kind of half of the mom hanging out. And she's like, oh, Debbie, please help me. It's like, only my sister calls me Debbie. And then she puts the fucking thing through her head, oh, the yeah, chainsaw. Through her head. And, and then she goes and, back into the wood chipper. And of course, blood everywhere. Everywhere. So movie ends, right? With that, she's the hero. But then, out of the fucking nowhere, there's a girl that comes out of her apartment, walks out of into the elevator, gets into her car, fixes her preview mirror, sees the wood chipper, and then you see, by the way, that she's having a, a video call with somebody. And it is the girl from the beginning of the movie that was reading the book. And then she's like, well, we're going to this cabin and shut up. My boyfriend's coming, but he's going to have friends and maybe you can hook up with somebody. Which yeah, pick you up right now. Which is the line from the original Evil Dead, why Ashley's coming, cause, or Ashley's sister's coming, right? Because Ashley's sister is just like a third wheel because Ashley has a, uh -huh. a girlfriend and he's his boy. But then he's like, he's like, come on, maybe, he, maybe you guys can hook up or whatever. And so that's what's happening here. She's like, he, he have a cute friend or something you can hook up. And then she hands up the phone, re fixes the review mirror, and sees the wood chipper full of fucking blood. And then goes like, what the fuck? Gets out of her car to check out what's happening. Sees the blood on the floor, starts crying. And then you see the evil dead come towards her. And, you know, you know what's going to happen because, you know, you've seen the day after, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So you saw it at the beginning of the movie, um, which perfectly leads up for Evil Dead Rise 2. Of course. Of course. And hopefully, so here, here are the things that I would say. I, I liked, uh, the gore was great. Really well done. I like this a scene where the, where the niece, the youngest niece throws scissors at her aunt. And she puts the scissors to her mom's nose. Yeah. I love that. And I, I mean, but really, you have to be fucking like mega sharp to do it so perfectly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, whatever. And there's the one with the with the cheese grater. I love that. Mm -hmm. There's the one with the eye, which we mentioned. I love that where she eats the eye from the guy and then spits it into the other guy's throat. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Loved it. And I really liked the mom. Like I said, she's always been creepy to me. She plays creepy really fucking well. And I'm not taking away from everybody else because the aunt was really a good badass. All of that was great. I think the oldest daughter was a very good evil oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. force too like when she's in the kitchen she's fighting them like she yeah. has that great evil stare yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, the, the, the son was the for me was the weakest of all, all of them but he was still good not weakest in that he was bad just weakest compared to everybody else yeah yeah someone has to be the weakest and I think I think I agree I think the son was the worst character Um, but and I liked all of that but here's the things that I did not like that kind of made me a little bit like eh I think one missed opportunity was that the sister's name wasn't Ashley, and she was just called Ash. Because uh -huh. wouldn't that have been great to change the sex? If you're going to do it, just do it. Yeah, I'm on the fence for that. One, I feel like it would have been cool. Or two, I don't know if it would have been too too cheesy to have the same name. 
Um, but it's the Evil Dead, man. I mean, I'm in because I, I'm in and I'm expecting that. Like that's what I'm expecting. See, I would have liked her name would have been Ashley, but she went by a nickname, and everyone calls her the nickname oh. until like the end. Like the mother's like, "Save me, Dad!" Then she calls her Ashley, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Oh shit! I would have liked something like that. Like you didn't expect it because her name was something else the whole movie. Right, 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 right. Like they call her like Venom or whatever, but then he's yeah, like, "Save some, me, some Ashley." Nickname. It's like yeah. only my sister calls me Ashley or whatever the fuck, and then, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I think the biggest complaint I have about this movie, which I kind of teased at the beginning of the podcast, is that nothing is funny in this movie. There is no funny. Yeah, the Deadites are, are a unique character. Where you could say something fucked up, right? That's funny in a mo in a scene like this. Yeah, like everyone's upset. There's death all over, but they don't give a shit. So they could say something really fucked up, right? And they don't. And I mean, I think they say fucked up shit. I mean, they do. Yes, they do say fucked up shit throughout through the whole movie, but it doesn't land with the cheesiness. It has to be cheesy, because yeah. that's what makes it great. That the dead eyes like talk a stupid cheesy. pun. Yes. Or you know, yes. a really bad joke or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think they missed on that one as well. You know, I, I mean, I, I could... Um, while I was watching it, I was just waiting for the cheesy joke. It never came through. But those are really the only complaints. But that kind of... I, I got to be very honest with you. That took it down a lot of notches for me. The lack of the jokes, the lack of any levity in the wrong moments, which is what makes Evil Dead so special. Yeah, I think it takes away from the making it memorable. Yeah. This is a fun movie. It's good when you're watching it, but three months from now, you'd be like, Matt, tell me about the Evil Dead Rise. I might be able to give you 10% of what happened in the movie. Right. Like, it's there's nothing that sticks out that, like, made this really unique or really fun. I mean, it's an overall good movie, but... There's no, there's no quotes. There's no line. Like Ash is known for his quotes, hell yeah, uh, and one-liners, and to have none of that was a bit of a dis- disappointment. So, and actually, even when she says "come get some," like you were saying before, it almost it doesn't feel necessarily forced, but it almost kind of does because she's n- she's not quippy. And if, if you're not quippy, what would you even say? Come get some. Yeah. Right, it does feel it feels out of place. Yeah, uh, if you didn't know the backstory of that, I feel like you'd be like, "What? Well, that doesn't make any sense." Right, right, right. Why would you? Why would you even say that? But then that's what I mean. Like, she's not quippy. Nobody's quippy. No one is, and they should be. Like, that's what, unless mm? unless the only thing I could think of is in the beginning of the movie, she's really unsure about herself. Uh, she doesn't know where she's going. She feels a bit lost. She's pregnant, and and she's she's pregnant. She doesn't know what to do with her life. She yeah, goes yeah. back to her sister's house because she doesn't know where to go. And I feel like at the end of the movie, she's built all that confidence, and she knows she has her. So it's more of a like a like a cockiness, like I got you, bitch. Come get some sort yeah. of idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe, but and, and that tracks. But it just. <clears throat> It tracks with logic. It doesn't track with the entertainment value of the movie. And I think that that's where they felt the most, that there's no levity anywhere in this movie. And it's not scary enough to be scary. It's not, it's not fucking, it's not the, the, the exorcist. 
The Exorcist no, just fucks with you. Even though it's old or whatever, that movie fucks with you. It's not that. And it's not, it's not, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's missing the point of something that makes you feel like, like you said, makes it memorable. Because, and it's the fucking evil dead. Why call it the evil dead then? If you're not. Yeah. Yeah, because the only thing they really followed was it came from the Necronomicon. Um, even the words they used to invoke the spirits were different. Right. So it's. I get ya. I. You're making me rethink my uh, opinion of this movie now. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. Hey, you know. No, it... no. You're making some very valid points that <laughs> I, I really liked it the other day, but now I like it a little bit less. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I want to say we did the 2013 Evil Dead. I don't remember it, but what I do remember about it is that even though they delivered very poorly because the acting was so shit, it really had those elements in it. It had a lot of the quotes. Or, or or quips like it doesn't have to be quotes; it's just quips. Like I so, I wonder if that connects to this at all. I'm curious. Or I if, wonder if I'm gonna go back and rewatch that one if I can find it. Because I wonder if it connects at all. Like if like we're missing something because oh yeah, it happened in that one, but not in the original Evil Dead's. Right, so right, it's right. connected to something uh, from the latest one that we're just not remembering. Maybe, but I mean, I refuse to rewatch that movie because I felt like I hated it so much. I like yeah, this I mean, one. It, I like this one a lot more. Even if it does, they didn't do a good job of making you remember. I mean, that movie came out 10 years ago. Yeah. Give us, a, you know, <laughs> I can't remember what happened from season to season on a TV show. They don't give me a <laughs> recap when the new season starts. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so, yeah, they, they should have, if it does connect, they should have given us like a little flashback or something to remind us of. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's Evil Dead. It's not an Oscar-winning movie. No. Uh, and the plot is a simple plot. The dialogue is simple dialogue. It's, I mean, there's, what, three scenes, diff- three different sets of the whole movie. There's the hallway. Uh-huh. The, the apartment and the and the And the and the, uh, the parking garage. That's the whole movie. They oh, and the elevator, right? So I yeah, the elevator. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then the five minutes they show at the cabin. Um, so it's not a lot going on. Um, but it, it's got some value to it. Absolutely. And, you know, in comparison to the 2013 version, which I've spoken to some horror fans in, like, in a group that I'm in, and they love that one more than this one. And I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what's to like about that movie. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should rewatch it. Because I, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, after the Evil Dead, which are untouchable. One, two, and Army of Darkness. Those are the ones. That's it, right? Out of the two remakes, they say that the other one was better. But what I can agree with is that the other one held more of the true spirit of the original movies. Yeah, it stayed truer to Evil Dead. Right. There's the cabin. There's the friends in the cabin dealing with people becoming dead, deadites. And the, it was quippy. But I don't, re- I don't feel like it was such a great movie. I just feel like it was just gore for the sake of gore. This one was took more chances, which I appreciated more. But then he lacked some of those little things that made it more Evil Dead-ish. And, and I, but I feel like it's a better movie altogether. The acting is better in this one. The, the, the scenery is much better because it's more creative. Because it's in a spot that we've never seen it in. Mm-hmm. And I liked that they killed two of the kids. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, they never kill kids. They never do. 
and they're actually yes. fucking kids. It's not like Bruce Campbell who was like forty four playing a seventeen year old. Yeah, <laughs> like, these are fucking kids, and they're dead. And they were also deadites who tried to kill, <clears throat> like a kid was trying to kill a kid. Right. Um. So I appreciated that because it, that's that's another chance because, you, like, you expect like the family to be somewhat whole at the end. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That I I thought that all of the kids were gonna survive this, or maybe one was gonna die. But they really fucking went for it. It's like, look, the little yeah. this little child is gonna make it. She's gonna be fucked up for the rest of her life, but she's gonna make it. <laughs> and, but the other two people, they're dead. Dead. Dead like disco, bro. <laughs> And they're, they're going to kill each other. Like, it's not like some stranger came or some guy from the hallway killed them. Like, no, the family killed each other. Um, so I, I like that. I mean, that's fucked up to say. But, uh, yeah, I liked I it. Liked I liked it. it. I liked, I mean, there there are some nods, but they're really not in that the sister's hand gets hurt. And we all know that Ash is left-handed, yeah. but his right hand gets hurt and he has to eventually cut it off himself. Because he's yeah, evil. I was like, waiting for her to cut off her hand, and it never happened. Yeah, but in the, if you remember right, the first Evil Dead, he doesn't really cut off his hand. I don't think they had the budget for that. He just he just gets hurt in the hand. Uh-huh. And in the second one, the hand becomes a deadite. But just the hand. <laughs> not, just the hand. Not off, yeah. <laughs> um, and the hand's running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, on top of his head. <laughs> He's grabbing oh, ah! <laughs> yeah, see, that's what this movie missed. <laughs> just some of that. Just a little yeah. bit of that. And There's I no hand grabbing <laughs> each other's heads and slapping them around. <laughs> stupid faces. Listen, having said all of this, I, I think this movie, like you mentioned, has some value that I appreciated. If you were going to rate this movie. Yes. Based on a six-toe scale with zero toes being trash and six toes being movie of the year how many toes you giving it so look i i liked it enough but the things i don't like are really really heavy on it especially because it's a legacy for me it's a legacy title i don't know if it's a legacy title for the rest of the world but for me it is i'm a huge fan of this franchise i'm a big fan of 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 the original movies um and I think that I've been fighting in my head, but I think if I'm being honest, it's about a, to- a toe and a half. But for entertainment value, I'll give it two toes. It is average at best. And on a, on a worst day, I would give it maybe just half a toe. But I think that I was entertaining enough. The gore was great. The horror was great. Like you said, they killed two fucking kids. They never do that. And and I think that the effects were fantastic, but they look low budget. Like it should be. This movie should be like that. And they mm-hmm. hire people that really did a good job of portraying horror, horrified, and horrific. So you know, two toes for me, Maddie. All right, Maddie. In a system where there are six toes for greatness, six toe for greatness, and Maddie. I mean, zero toes for not greatness. <laughs> where do you put this movie? Yeah, it was, I feel like, a half a toe higher when the, when we started talking about this. But since we started talking about it, I think I dropped about a half a toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm teetering between two and a half and three toes. Uh, for argument's sake, I think I'm going to hit it with a three-toe rating. Okay. I think 
like I always say, I like to judge a movie based on what the movie's supposed to be. Not compare it to other movies or say this is supposed to be a great movie or this is supposed to be a cheat. Like, it just, I want to see what you promised me. And I think it does a decent job of giving you what they promise. You get the gore, you get the deadites, you get the violence, you get a hero, you get all those things. Um, so I was happy with that. The movie kept me entertained. I watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, overly bored. I wasn't looking at my phone or like, is this thing fucking over yet? Right. Uh, but you're right on a lot of points. It misses a lot of the, the quirkiness, a lot of the, the, the jokes, the the campiness of the Evil Deads um, are missed. So I would shoot it right down the middle. If you're an Evil Dead fan, if you like gore for the sake of gore, if you like very interesting ways of killing people, um, this movie has that kind of thing. But like I said, you're in two months. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. No, it. no. I think it's a it's a good watch if you like gore and horror, and you ain't got shit to do for the day. It's a good watch. But you know, generally speaking, I feel like most people are gonna miss out on this movie. That's why horror movies don't make a lot of money. And if they do, they only make a lot of money because they're so cheap to make because nobody really, right? Like, horror movies yeah. are, are not big money makers. They're speaking. not big money makers. And you really need some sort of concept to separate your horror movie from the 10,000 other horror movies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's what Evil Dead did by making it a little silly and having those one-liners and stuff like that. So I will remember Evil Dead. I will remember Army of Darkness. I will not remember Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, there you go. And as you heard earlier in the podcast, we don't remember the Evil Dead remake of 2013. (laughs) So some news about movies. Oh. I've talked about Bo is Afraid a bunch on this podcast. Yeah. This movie is like the white whale. I cannot find this movie anywhere. I looked on all of my streaming sites. It's not there. I looked to actually go watch this in a theater. The closest one I find, I'm in, I'm in Suffolk County, Long Island, was in Brooklyn. Oh, shit. Um, so, I don't know if we'll ever get to it. <laughs> I want to. I'm interested in the movie. But they're making it very difficult to watch for some reason. I think we missed we missed the window of a movie that wasn't ever going to have any legs. I saw Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yes. And I have to say say it. It is like Guardians of the Galaxy in that it is massively entertaining. They found that sauce that makes Guardians of the Galaxy fun which is just tell a joke every so many seconds and land it (laughs) and make it more fun to watch than the plot, but then have a plot underneath it that is kind of like, it could be whatever. Um, It's more like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in that sense. Like the plot is whatever, but the quipping is a lot of fun. Um, And I liked it. I'll give that one three toes. Whoa, snap. Maybe I'll check out... Dungeons and Dragons. It's on. It's on. Even now, it hurts me a little bit to say that <laughs> because it's it's fun. As an editor, I will say this: this is very personal. As an editor, I think the 
the timing is off. Like there's a lot of places where I'm like, all right, get out, get out of that shot, let's go. But um, overall, I feel like had they had that right, I think it would be a Four Toes movie even. Ooh, because I'm gonna have to watch it now. But but as it is, as it exists, Three Toes is a lot of fun. You can you can watch it and. I think in your case, Matt, you're going to watch some of it and probably get up at some point. But if you watch it with the kids and, and the niece, you might have a lot of fun just sitting down, all of you, and, and you know, and give it a go. I think it's fun. Right. It's not. It's very PG-13-ish in that there's no sex or nothing like that, but they do curse a lot for a more movie about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun. I'll check it out. I also want to check out Paint. It's with Owen Wilson. It's kind of like he's Bob Ross, but not really Bob Ross. Oh. Uh, it looks interesting. I want I want to see what that's about. Uh, you want to see Siso? Right? How do you say oh, it? Oh, yeah. Siso. Sisu, Siso. Siso, which kind of looks like a medieval like it's a, John Wick. It's a World War II John Wick. All right. So maybe we'll do Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe we'll do Siso. Maybe we'll do something we haven't even mentioned. Maybe we'll find Bo is Afraid somewhere. Who knows? Who knows? Not me. Um, I never lost control. The face-to-face <laughs> with the men who sold the world. You don't even know the lyrics to that song. <laughs> I, I know some of them. I'm top of my head. <laughs> I, but I know I, I, I know some. Sure, sure. Listen, it's Mother's Day. Go off my back, right? Anyways, um, I want to thank everybody that that stopped by, and and um, and gave us especially those in San Diego. No, everybody. And no, I'm not saying not everybody, but I'm saying especially the San Diegans, San San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> sure. Um, for for giving us your time and letting us talk to you for, for this amount of time, which, you know, whatever. You didn't have to, so thank you. And yeah. uh, I want to say uh, that uh, I, we enjoy doing this, so if you wouldn't listen, anybody who listens, especially you, Andy Savas. Yes, Savas, thank you. We wouldn't do thank this. Thank you for your... We could just do this between your... the two of us. Just call each other, talk about a movie, and keep going with our day. But because of Andy Savas... Andy fucking Savas. We do this. So, thank you. Um, he likes to comment yeah. on our post, especially on our Facebook post. Yeah. We encourage the rest of you to also... Comment on your feelings about the podcast. Yeah. Anything you would like us to review. Uh, Andy Savage is not longer allowed to make requests <laughs> like that. No, because he re- requested fucking air. But the rest of you, please feel free to request one thing once so we can roast the hell out of you for the next show <laughs> and lose more listeners. Any case, uh, thanks for stopping it's by. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It, it, is, it is a beautiful day in one neighborhood somewhere, but you don't know if it's daytime. I don't care. It's a beautiful day <laughs> in your neighborhood because you got Matt and Sixto in your ears. You got to stop saying there's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's Mr. Rogers thing. Listen, people 
have said it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood <laughs> way before Mr. Rogers. And they'll continue to say it way after Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Whatever. Just cue the fucking song and let's go. Yo, fuck that guy. <laughs> Two friends in a movie. 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 in the movie.